Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Great Reset Laboratory. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Wednesday, March 23rd in the year 2022. And tonight we're going to dig into Ukraine from a little different optic and looking at it as the model and template, essentially the research laboratory for the Great Reset and the many other great things that go along with that. <laughs> like you get to be chipped if you'd like to, and you can be monitored and tagged the whole way through. That's sort of fun stuff, you know. Before we begin, MyPillow.com is the place for the great reset of your mind to get good sleep and products that will allow you to have great sleep. And that's led by the great CEO, Mike Lindell, who's a patriot and Christian and fights for liberty and has fought for liberty as much as anybody in this nation. One of the many reasons I continue to support MyPillow. Bards Nation has its own landing page, Bards Nation. It's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. And that Bards landing page has all the latest deals that are going on on MyPillow. So if you head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, take advantage of the great specials there by using your Bards promo code, B-A-R-D-S, and you're going to find all sorts of fantastic products. In this time, there is nothing more important than sleep, and we have to truly value the sleep if we're going to be in this fight and be effective. And with all the stress and noise and all the things that are going on right now, everything that's designed to keep you distracted and ultimately disrupt your sleep and your rest, to keep your mind cluttered. Sleep is essential. And the products of MyPillow provide all that you need to make sure you have a great night's sleep. That includes the classic MyPillow, the new Giza cotton MyPillow, the Giza sheets. All of these things are incredible products. I use them. I can't speak highly enough about them. So I'd encourage you to go over and check it out. It's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And you can use that same promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the My store site and the frankspeech.com site. And right now, while this continues, you use your promo code, you're going to get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. Truly a great story on how a man that was an addict came, became one of the country's great CEOs of our time. So again, mypillow.com forward slash bards, promo code bards. And if you want to take advantage of speaking to a human, you can call a patriot a Patriot Pillow Counselor at 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And that promo code again is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. All right, Patriots, the one thing that we can be pretty much assured of right now is that Ukraine has completely thrown this current administration and the entire West on its ear. They've gone crazy, straight up ballistic, disproportionate to the entire event. And people will argue that, well, Russia's going to take the, the all of Europe. The first part of that is that's not their nature. Russia's not expansionistic, if you know their history. 
They were like a perimeter border around them, and the richness in in their history with Ukraine is not one that we have any business meddling in. Furthermore, as we've talked about already, Ukraine is as the capital Kiev. Kiev is the nation state where, or the city state where the Russian state originated from. And Ukraine is officially not even a country by the UN standards. It, far, it failed to file its borders. Putin is effectively doing a policing action within that boundaries. But all the things that are starting to come about in Ukraine need to be looked at on a global level of what they're actually trying to do. Ukraine is being used, in my opinion, and in others' opinion, in fact, not just mine. It, it is being used as a reset laboratory to test run and trial balloon many of the things that they intend to run out on the entire Western world. You will notice that the biggest group of people that's being attacked and focused on with this bioweapon is the Western world. And it's not, the penetration of this injection is massive. And we're seeing the outfall of this. And we also pay attention to the details. We're seeing that the lunatics are running the asylum. If we're going to look at this new SCOTUS bid, the Judge Ketanji, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, nice name. Who writes this stuff? She can't even give a definition of what a woman is, and she's super easy on pedophiles. It's because the pedophiles are running the system. On the other hand, we have healthy Americans that are dropping dead because of this injection. So Trisha Paddock dropped dead at the finish line of the marathon. A 46-year-old died of a heart attack. I wonder, hmm, I guess she probably took that vax. That's right up in line with what's going on. These are the sort of devastation, devastating things that are happening. And at the same time, many other things are, there is an out, actually a big war going on with all that's going around. But Ukraine is the big distraction. And Ukraine is also the epicenter of the deep state. It's where all this corruption originates from. Now, let's go back a couple days because we have to go back to the little slip, I guess we'd call it, that uh, hand puppet Biden made when his inside voice spoke outwardly. Here we go. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of them, as the uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946, and uh, since then we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So anyway. Well, the thing to remember is that at the center of all of this is the Biden's family's connection to Ukraine. And the Biden's family's connection to Ukraine is documented and is pouring out through the Hunter laptop, the laptop from hell, as they call it. The laptop the New York Times denounced. The laptop the New York Times actually discredited as being a Russian disinformation piece that has now come around the same New York Times that just came out and admitted that it was real. And in so doing, admitted that they had intentionally suppressed critical information for the election that would have made it impossible for them to justify 
had the laptop information been out, it made it impossible for them to justify the steal that happened in the election on November 4th, November 3rd. That was the coup. And with it went along a whole mass of useful idiots that truly have no clue what this government is about or what life is about other than they want free shit. And that's basically it. So there is a is a piece here that we have to start confronting and really realizing. In, in fact, I, I think this tune probably sums up right here what I'm going to play. This probably sums up everything in the current generation that's in college and even the millennial generation that still seems to have retained the right to vote. I think we all know this tune. Welcome to the neighborhood. Yes, this is America. America by the millennial standards. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. It is. Would you be mine? Oh, please. Could you be mine? Please do. It's a neighborly day in this beauty world. And Hunter, day for will you please smoke some crack with me? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. Just as dumb as you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. Mindless idiots. Let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, would you be mine? Would you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, sure. Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be my neighbor? Welcome to this neighborhood, neighbor. Welcome to this neighborhood, neighbor. It's the new America. It's the new America that's being run by the WEF, the World Economic Forum, that wants you to be, remember, just like Mr. Rogers, but you will own nothing, you will love everything, and you definitely will be happy. Just know that because we're going to make sure you are. Just get that little injection, pinprick. So this is the world that a large portion of the younger age lives in, the Mr. Rogers neighborhood. The Mr. Rogers neighborhood that sees it's all so wonderful, tech is going to provide everything. But here's the underbelly of what we're really dealing with. And this underbelly is the dark underbelly of what, Ukraine is to the United States and what Ukraine is to the world. This is five minutes of a real interesting discussion. Take a listen. Zelensky and Hunter Biden have a great deal in common, and you should be aware of it. You see, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, well, the cokehead of Kiev, because he is a cokehead, the cokehead of Kiev is actually a manufactured political figure. He was manufactured by a Ukrainian-Israeli Cypriot oligarch called Igor Kolomoisky. Now, Igor Kolomoisky was the man who owns OnePlus One Media here in Ukraine. And OnePlus One Media is the company that financed and produced the TV show Servant of the People. And Servant of the People hired Zelensky, a well-known actor in Ukraine, an actor with zero political experience or even any political interest, well, they hired him to play the role of the president in this show, Servant of the People. Now, Servant of the People had huge ratings, but a lot of people say that it was really weird, the amount of propaganda and PR that was done for the show. It was disproportionate to any other show of any channel 
the amount of PR, positive press, and all the rest of it, it was really pushed on the people. Some people say it was completely astroturfed. Some people who know uh, how to speak Ukrainian and who have watched the show have told me that it's a mildly enjoyable show, but no big deal. But anyway, the show was hugely popular. And it ran from 2015 to 2018. And almost seamlessly, Kolomoisky, the oligarch, created a party called Servant of the People, same name as the TV show. And their candidate was Zelensky, a man with no previous political experience and indeed no previous political interest. And Kolomoisky financed Zelensky to the point that Zelensky today is a billionaire. How many actors do you know are billionaires? Hmm? I mean, I don't think that Tom Cruise is a billionaire and he's the most successful actor in the world, if he's just an actor. Mm -hmm. Zelensky is more than just an actor. Mm -hmm. He's the finger puppet of Kolomoisky, this oligarch. And do you know who Kolomoisky also financed to the tune of $50,000 a month, plus additional benefits of different sorts? Hunter Biden. Yes. In 2014, Burisma, the Ukrainian oil company, gas company, excuse me, hired Hunter Biden to be on its board of directors to the tune of $50,000 a month. Who do you think controls Burisma? Kolomoisky, the same guy who manufactured Zelensky as president of Ukraine. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. Hmm? Zelensky and Hunter Biden are spiritual cousins. They are bankrolled by the same guy. It's funny because both of them have uh, drug addictions, pretty serious ones. Hmm? Both of them get their money from Kolomoisky, and both of them are intimately involved in Ukraine. But here's the difference, of course. Zelensky doesn't have a dad who's president of the United States, now does he? Why do you think the White House, the United States, is freaking out so badly over Ukraine. Mm -hmm. In Ukraine, there are all kinds of secrets. In Ukraine, well, see, the more unsavory people in the Washington establishment have used Ukraine as their private piggy bank to the detriment of the Ukrainian people. They have financially raped Ukraine, stripping it of monies and assets monies and assets needed by the people of Ukraine. And this is part of the reason that Ukraine is one of the poorest countries in Europe, if not the poorest country in Europe, because of the corruption, because of how Westerners have exploited it, Western politicians have exploited it. Hunter Biden, $50,000 a month. And you say to yourself, well, 50,000 isn't that much. Yeah, but you know, 50,000 dollars a year is the medium household income in the United States. In Ukraine, a much poorer country, $50,000 a year would easily uh, solve the problems of a good four or five families in Ukraine, the financial problems of those four or five families in Ukraine for a year. And Hunter Biden was getting that money per month just for himself. Although, of course, in the Hunter Biden emails, there's talk that seems to be true, that the old man would get a 10% kickback of whatever Hunter Biden was getting. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. 
get a kickback from Hunter Biden's financial deals. And then if you read the mechanics, the popular mechanics article, which goes back a few years, you'll discover that even as late as 16 years old, Hunter was snuggling with his daddy in bed. And of course, let's not forget the idea that Hunter was doing his niece and lovely Joe was kissing her on the lips. These families are sick. The ancestral nature of these is not just financial and political, it's actually sexual. And all of this links back to the Ukraine, every bit of it. This is the country that has a massive child sex trafficking hub running out of it. All one has to do is follow the lawyers from the Clinton administration and those that are tied with anything Clinton and this network of deep staters, and they're going to lead you ultimately to adoption agencies that are all throughout Ukraine, and they're all working together. And then there's the whole issue of the mixed-race orphans, which is a mass, a whole collection of people, a whole segment of society that no one will acknowledge that are cast off into orphanages that the deep state recruits makes them show pieces, a few of them anyway, and the rest of them just kind of disappear. Ukraine is the pit of everything, and they are losing their mind over it because as the things come unraveled, they know what's going to happen. The, the truth will literally set us free and will we'll condemn them, and that's why they are pushing for war so hard. What they want more than anything is to turn Ukraine into a cindering crater where all of the history that is there will be disappeared forever, lost in the pain and agony of war. That's why they rattle the sabers of global nuclear war because they seek it. They don't care about the people. Keep in mind that we are now backing an open Nazi regime that has taken away all the rights of the citizens, suppressed every bit of free speech, is forcing people to go to fight, is shelling its own citizens, it is bearing artillery pieces and, and Azov battalion members in buildings with women and children so that it will try to compel the Russians to destroy them and simultaneously killing the citizens and also creating massive amounts of propaganda that just of fake events, all trying to put the finger on Russia, which none of it's true. Now, I'm not in the favor of war of either side. The, the people that are getting caught in the middle of this are the people. And we all should be concerned about the people. Not the Nazis, but the people. So what is really going on? What, is, what makes Ukraine the template for the Great Reset Laboratory? Listen to some of these things. I think you'll find them interesting. In, the, in 2019... After Zelensky had been in office for just a few months, the Ministry of Digital Transformation was founded. The main task of creating the government platform for smartphones. The DIIA DIA app was launched in February 2020. Since then, there are more than 50 applications embedded in the app, which include driver's license, COVID vaccination passport, student ID card, an ability to set up a business, apply for insurance, and receive social benefits. It's considered by many a model we previously only knew from China with its social credit system. 
other things that have happened in Ukraine. So Zelensky's speech at the World Economic Forum included, when he spoke there, the buzzword of a new normal. And Zelensky put, stated that Ukraine is the place where miracles come true. There is a substantial opportunity to expand new economic sectors. Well, of course, our transgender, whatever he is, freak, Klaus Schwab, got very excited about this. And so he initiated a lot of these efforts through think tanks that were funded by the WEF, the World Economic Forum, to ensure that Ukraine was on the docket for Davos investment. Some of the things that went on there after that, once they got that going, was that there were deals done with Apple and Microsoft. And these were Apple's will set up identity projects. This was using paper, some of their paperless transaction concepts. Mark Zuckerberg, who created the metaverse, was, has been active there to create a digital substructure for global dictatorship. So at the same time, they've set up this free money system, and it was a system set up where the military members would get paid high salaries, five times more than the average citizen. Whole idea, obviously, is to be to create a paid militia that will basically hold the country hostage. They also have been accelerated the cash-based system that has been modeled after China. If you've been reading recently, they have suspended cash. They've been offering this universal basic income, a UBI, and it's a pretty substantial amount. It's 4500 whatever that equivalence of their currency is, because I don't believe they're on euro. 4500 of their payments dollars per month as long as you're vaxxed and you're using the pass. And if you don't have the pass, they're now denying you access to even to get food. So they have been creating, expanding the metaverse. They've been encouraging digital nightclubs. This is the model they're test running for the entire world. Because it's real simple. You can keep people very engaged as long as you provide them with a few things. As long as you provide them with an ability to feel like they're busy. As long as you give them an ability to be entertained. As long as there's violence and as long as there's sex. As if you have those things right there, you've, gav- you've probably captured a solid 50% of the population without even an issue. Because people have become that degraded. When we talk a lot about the importance of love, and love is a frequency, it is an elevation of spirit and soul, it is ability to step away from this darkness. But when you start playing in their world, you will be sucked in and you your overall energy and frequency will be diminished. And as you do, you will be held with, cap, captive within their environments. They know this. And all of this war that's going on there is right into their plans because they want to terrorize the public and break them down so much that they will take anything that the government has to offer as a handout. That's the whole principle. Create stress on the fundamentals of life so that at the end of the day, the government can come forward and present the solution. They create the problem, offer the solution that the people will willfully accept. But this is not new. And I think this is the big thing that we forget. Listen to this two-minute and 47-second piece 
on the history of Rome and the use of food as a weapon system. With the Senate in his pocket, Cleander now looks to the Roman people and believes there's only one way to guarantee their support. Cleander knows the masses are a powerful force in the empire and he can solidify their dependence and gain their favor by threatening their food supply. For centuries, the survival of the empire has depended on imported grain. The city of Rome was probably over one million people strong. It's an enormous city by pre-industrial standards. Because of that, they ship huge quantities of grain in from North Africa and above all from Egypt, and they give it to every Roman citizen. It probably accounts for something like 40 or 50% of the family food requirement in each year. So it's a very significant perk of being a Roman citizen. But in Rome, grain does more than just feed the people. As those in power have used rations and shortages to keep control of the lower classes. Rome had vastly outgrown the capacity to feed those who lived in it. So ambitious Roman politicians had begun to recognize that a way to entrench power was to provide the mass of common citizens in the city with a bread dole. But if they did not supply bread to the Roman people, then their own survival might well be at stake. Determined to gain the favor of the Roman people, Cleander devises a sophisticated plan. He believes if he can manipulate the grain supply, he can create a food crisis in Rome. Take this to the Senate. Cleander looks at his position as a way for him to gain his own power and gain his own popularity. The rumors being, of course, that Cleander takes stores of food and keeps them and then purposely creates a famine within the city so that he can come out as the hero and popular among the people. And of course, we know that part of that is not only emotional stress, but physical stress. Listen to this brief message. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. 
and Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. So what's the plan of the WEF? Obviously, everything about bringing in the economic reset, this great reset, is to break people down so that they willfully accept a new draconian measure of enslavement. War is a critical issue, critical in their place of displacement and chaos. In this country, that war comes about through insurgents, Antifa's, BLM, MS-13, those sorts of things that have continued to come across our border. In Ukraine, the war has worked in the place of Russia. Now, the question is, what is Russia doing? We really don't know exactly what is going on over there, other than the fact that we know that Russia has dismantled bioweapons labs, and they claim that they're going after human sex trafficking, all of which I actually believe. We just don't have the hard data to see what the overall objective of Russia is. But nonetheless, we do know this, that the displacement, the upsetting of, of Ukraine has thrown the Western powers in an absolute frenzy. And the magnitude in which they're responding and willing to throw money at this problem and military equipment and take the world to the brink of war should tell you how dangerous it is to reveal what's in the walls of Ukraine. Ukraine is the pit of their operation. It's where money laundering has been going on. It's where they have been pillaging the resources of that nation for their own benefit. It's where they have been funding the Nazi element, which were part of the SS Panzer divisions originally. This goes, takes us back to the Kazarian Mafia. It takes us all the way back to 6th century. This is an, an, a deep pit of the global power network that's there. If you follow the money that went to the Iran deal under Obama, it went from Iran, it went to Ukraine, and it also went to Switzerland. And then it took them, what, two days to fund $14.4 billion to dump into Ukraine. It took them six months to fund an $800 check for an American for a subsidy on the COVID crisis. This should put everything, start to put everything in perspective. And when we start to look at the whole issue of President Trump, we start to look at the, the election of, two, of, of 2020 and what they did that night why it was so they were so desperate to throw that election at any cost was because of Ukraine. All roads lead to Ukraine. What was the critical issue here? Look at all the people that were coming out from Ukraine testifying against President Trump. All of this is Kazarian mafia networks that have superseded the entire globe, infiltrated governments across the globe to take over governments from the inside out. This is the infiltration. And Ukraine is the core of that evil right there. It doesn't stop there, though. The whole idea of taking over our country as they template out Ukraine, and they've accomplished a great deal, wearing the company country down, breaking them economically. We're witnessing that right now in our own nation. That's the COVID process. Getting people to where they're desperate for, for any sort of money, desperate ultimately for food. That's the war going on. Right now, we're getting prepared. We should be prepared for what's coming, which is going to be the war on us. This is the Roman model of taking over and controlling a population. Nothing's changed. Listen to this piece. A couple bad words in here. Just be aware. This is a 42-second piece on TikTok. I find this fascinating because it's an integral part of breaking our society, and it goes right back to where we began this tonight on this youth that we have that's literally living in la-la land. Listen to this right here. 
TikTok thing was a big deal because it was a social media platform we didn't create. So it's like, oh shit, we don't want some other country's tech influencing us. Cause, cause apparently like in China, the way that the algorithm works, it doesn't reward people doing stupid dances and like playing with their dog. The algorithm is rewarding things that they want to see their youth do. So people doing cool engineering shit, oh, so people doing cool science shit. Oh, but okay. if you're China, and you wanted to disrupt another country. Oh wow! Wouldn't you reward the dumbest possible shit yeah, on that app? Twerking. twerking, people doing stupid dances. You want the next level of youth to go? I can be famous doing something that's truly worthless. See, this is what they've done: is they've used technology to stimulate people to do actions and be participant in actions that are literally dumbing them down. Think I'm kidding? Listen to this. This is one minute, 14 seconds of a very interesting study that's been done on the children since COVID. There was a study that was published just this past week at a Brown University. It covered over 1,000 children aged zero to five on a follow-up of a study published the previous month on IQ point loss in infants that were born after January, 2020. A 20-point IQ point loss, 20 points for children born during the pandemic compared to those before. Devastating. Well, this larger study that was published a couple of days ago found not only an IQ point loss, but in zero to five-year-old children, a 24% overall cognitive decline in objective test measures, such as intelligence testing, executive function testing, memory, et cetera, in those group of children compared to 2017, 18, 19. That's in 18 months, we've seen a 24% decline, not arrest, not freeze, but actual decline in cognitive development in children. We are literally causing brain damage to our children by keeping them from school, by forcing them to wear masks, by isolating them, by depriving them of the normal and necessary integrative, social, psychological, and emotional connections with other people and with their environment. This is the overall objective of dumbing down a nation. You don't even have to worry about what your rights are. You don't have to worry about whether they have guns or not guns. This is idiocracy in full effect. Legalize drugs at all level. Make it easy to get drugs on the street, fentanyl and others. Continue an education system that focuses on creating a lower IQ, a confused brain, all formations for an MK Ultra style training, which creates subalterns within the brain, effectively fractures the personalities within the kids, and then channel them into careers that have a dead end and are worth nothing other than false science and the lies of the propaganda state that become their truths. This is how you control a population. And guess what? Where does that burden fall? That falls on the adults in this country for doing nothing. Kids are vulnerable to the system. If you are keeping your children in school, you're a fool. Get them out. Bottom line, we are living in a war right now. This is how they are attacking us. Look at Ukraine and study what they are doing to understand how things are working here and how they intend to work here. The idea is to ultimately sever us from any ability of independence, continue to push for total dependence. Food is a big part of their weapon system, a big one. And as they push for food and they push to acquire more of that to con conquer us through food, they want to make sure that here in the States we do not have the ability to grow our own or to understand, for that matter, our own.
way to keep ourselves healthy. I think I, I'm going to start this piece. I think this is the piece I wanted you to hear. So stand by just a second. Let's see if this plays. Good neighbor. Yep. That's Mr. Rogers again. Wrong one. Try this one. Of nitrogen, phosphorus, or potassium. Those are the three major types of fertilizer that farmers around the world have to use every year in order to grow that crop. Nitrogen is made from natural gas. 98% of the world's ammonia is made from natural gas. Natural gas prices, as you guys know, have doubled, and the futures market looks like in some places, natural gas prices going up like 4x. As a result, the price of ammonia fertilizer, nitrogen-based fertilizer, has gone from $200 a ton to $1,000 a ton. So it's five times as expensive to buy basic ammonia fertilizer today than it was a few weeks ago or a few months ago. About 10% of the world's phosphate comes out of Russia. 25% of the world's potassium comes out of Russia, potash. Both of those markets are blocked up. They are sanctioned and they, they have banned exports. Russia has through the rest of 2022. And as a result, the price of potassium has gone from 200 to 700 and the price of phosphorus has gone from 250 to 700. So now it's so expensive to grow a crop that a lot of farmers around the world are pulling acres out of production. And they're actually going to grow less this year than they would have otherwise because it is so expensive and they cannot access fertilizer locally to plant crops. Imagine that. Production is down, costs are up. Where do you think that leads? We know where that leads. This whole thing leads ultimately to a food shortage right out of the textbook of Rome. And what's going to be the solution? We know the solution. It's going to be bioengineered food that they're ramping up to do right now using, I don't even want to know what they're going to use in this, Soylent Green something or other. And that's going to be the offering to solve the food problem that they've created, which leads you into a world where everything that you eat in one way or another, they not only manufacture and control, they maintain the nutrient levels to keep you in control. And let's not forget that special little ingredient, mRNA or nanotech. Got to sprinkle a little bit of that in there for everybody to make sure that you get some digital parasites within your body. Ukraine is the model. It's the test lab for the rest of the world. What Russia has done, the more I dig into what Putin has done over there, I just want to go over and give him a hug. I hope he thrashes the hell out of that place. It is absolutely deserved at this point in time. Not only are they a hub for child sex trafficking, not only they've been the hub for experimenting on people for what the WEF is going to want to do. I mean, keep in mind, just like Dr. Lee Merritt and I discussed last night, their government, like our government, the Ukrainian government, like our government, sold out its entire nation to be turned over to the pharmaceutical industry to have everyone who was willing to take the, that shot, remember that R&D, that trial shot, that bioweapon, they became part of the global test subject to understand how to make the mRNA shot work better on the human species. They became test guinea pigs. Oh, but let's throw in this other little piece, two, of, two points, in fact, one of them, which is 80% of the Ukraine government is dual citizenship, and that second citizenship is, guess what, an American citizenship. And for those, of those, for those that have taken the shot, as we start to read the headlines of yet more people dropping dead, Here's a nice little update on that here in the United States. Take a listen to this. So in France, there was an elderly, wealthy businessman who got out life insurance for millions of dollars. He got the COVID vaccine and he died. So the life insurance company is not paying out because they decided that the COVID vaccine is a medical experiment and death from a medical experiment is not a covered entity. Furthermore, even the judge 
says that the side effects from the vaccine are well known. They've been made public. There's absolutely no way that this gentleman could not have known the side effects. He willingly chose to get the vaccine and he died as a result. And because it was a choice, they're calling it a suicide. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? And suicides, along with death from experimental drugs, are not covered in life insurance. So I know what you're thinking. Oh, that happened in France. That would never happen in the U.S. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but the American Life Insurance Council has also said that life insurance policies may deny payment if you die from the COVID-19 vaccine because they are experimental drugs. There you go. This is something we thought might happen. We're seeing it happen. You might want to check your policy. Oh yeah, here we go again. Welcome to America. All is good. We're so happy. And if you took that injection, well, guess what? You don't get paid if you die. So, it's a beautiful day in there this you neighborhood. Go. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be mine? You see, patriots, this thing is a global network of pain and extortion. There is not anybody in our government, no matter what they act like, Lindsey Graham, that does not have their feet buried deep in Ukraine and sold their soul long ago. They have sold their soul to participate in a global network of power at the expense of anybody and everybody along the way. Ukraine is the test lab for the WEF, World Economic Forum. Pay attention to it, but also don't forget about all the other pieces that are coming into play here. This isn't over by any, me any measure. It's far from over, in fact. And the expectation that somehow there was going to be a quick resolve to this was more than naive. This is a cabal that has been in power for well over a thousand years. They've been slowly working their plan behind the scenes. They've been doing so with a hub that no one paid much attention to, which was Ukraine, formerly known as Kazaria. And that, in fact, they have so, they've gained so much leverage that they have literally erased the name Kazaria from all known modern history. How do we know it exists? Because people are searching around and finding old maps. They're going to garage sales. They're going to antique shops. They're finding globes. They're finding maps that literally have Kazaria on them. But you will not find anything on the web that talks much about Kazaria. The only reason it's here now is people are reviving a history. I want you to think about how much network power that requires. To literally be able to infect like a disease, like a literal virus, into the system of the, of the human existence, the human social experiment, to infiltrate that and to rewrite and to erase histories almost in real time. This is the world we live in, and it is our obligation and our duty to continue to pursue truth, to continue to share truth, continue to awaken people's thoughts and shake up their minds with the real subjects, the real topics, the real issues that are at hand, and break them from the control of the matrix. The matrix is very much alive. And we are fighting a very real war. A war for the mind of humanity. And in the end, a war for humanity's success or demise. 
And what's going on in Ukraine right now? What went on in Canada and continues? What continues to be undercurrent in a lot of different places? All of this is about awakening people. Watch the way things swing in the media. No one's talking right now about Australia. No one's talking about Canada. No one's talking about what's going on in Mexico. No one's talking about what's going on with the Hunter. Well, Hunter laptop's kind of a hot topic right now, but that'll fade. All of these things, all eyes right now currently on Ukraine. And people are even saying now, well, COVID went away. No, COVID didn't go away. They've accomplished their goal and they have poisoned high percentages of people in this nation. COVID is long from over. We're going to be dealing with the consequences of that injection for generations. That war is active and it's a hot war as people continue to die or discover health problems or even worse, starting to discover that they're surviving, but now they're sterilized and can never have kids. They have launched a thermal nuclear war against humanity. It just didn't take the form of a nuclear-powered detonation. It took the form of the worst type of war, destroying the genetics and destroying the minds. Our role has never been greater and more important to be able to stand up now and to continue to pursue truths, preserve truth, and continue to speak truth into the public. And above all, to begin to continue that walk of keeping people solid in their faith and relationship with God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We've come together, this time we have every day and every night to join in fellowship continue these conversations, to open our thoughts and open our understanding of the sorts of things that have happened to humanity, to continue the pursuit of truth, and to continue to keep our thoughts aware of how much deceit there is in our world. Father, we pray this evening for discernment and awakening, to continue to help us discern between that which is fake and the, and the path which is true to continue the awakening of our minds, to be able to see through this craziness that's going on before us, this chaos that's been done intentionally to cloud or convolute the truth and the real of who we really are. Guide us in this pursuit to awaken humanity. Stand with us boldly, Father. Guide us and direct us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Lots ahead. We have a long fight ahead. Make sure that you're doing your job of getting your basic preps in place. I have no idea when this, a disruption will occur or how, what form it will take. As much as I am not a financial analyst, nor am I a doctor, nor do I wear a white coat, I also do not have a crystal ball, just so I say it. Nor do I have a Palantir stone from, from Lord of the Rings. Though that would be pretty cool, I have to admit. So I just tell you what the trends are and what I see. And what I see is that there's time that we need to start taking back our sovereignty. And our sovereignty begins with us being secure to know that if they take things away, we're not going to be in panic. They can't control us. And the more that you can take control in your life of things that you can do, do that. Plant a garden. Get skills. If you don't know how to build something, learn how to build it. If you don't know how to repair something, learn how to repair it. If you don't have the tools, get the tools. I, I truly mean everything I'm saying and try to get back to basics. We'll talk a lot more about that in tomorrow night and then in the next nights. Patriots, have a blessed night. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. 
Prayers right now are so critical that we awaken that warrior fire within each of us. We are literally fighting for the survival of humanity, each and every one of us, and everything that we do together and individually, collectively, is going to make a difference. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But the victory that we are part of is God working through us. So pony up and buckle up. Here we go. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. We'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. 
It has no scruples. It has no rules but one. To win at any cost. But we will never bow. For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.